This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for January 4th, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Be seated. Does anybody know what today is? the 11th day of Christmas. Imagine, 11th day of Christmas. Tomorrow night is 12th night. And 12th night was a really big deal in the Church of England um, for a very long time. It was a day of great parties and um, all kinds of things. We tend not to do much with it anymore. Um, but it was a big celebration because it was the eve of Epiphany, um, which is, hence we get the lesson um, in today's gospel. So Christmas season is coming to an end. It'll be over with Tuesday. Uh, as we begin Epiphany Tide. So the lessons are, are interesting ones because you have these three wise men who are coming from the east. The, the word that's used there is magoi or magi, as well we would say it, um, who come from the east, probably from, um, from what we know as Persia, um, around Baghdad, a little south of Baghdad most likely. Um, and they're traveling to the west. Why are they doing that? They're following a star. That's what we always think because that's what the song says. <laughs> um, but it's actually not what the scripture says, interestingly enough. It says that they saw the star at its rising. Now, in the East that time, Zoroastrianism was a, a, the big religion and that was from which we get astrology. Um, and so they believed that stars meant something. And so the, the conflagration of certain planets and things formed this big star. And for them, that meant the birth of a king. And so they searched diligently to figure out what king you know, would be born that would deserve this big of a sign in the heavens. And as they studied more and more, there were many Jews who lived in Babylon in that area. And so they began to study the Jewish scriptures. And it says that they studied them diligently until they realized that it would be the king of the Jews who would be born. And then they traveled to meet and pay homage to the king of the Jews. So where do they go? Jerusalem. Why would you go to Jerusalem? Hmm? That's where the capital is, right? <laughs> That's where the king lives. So it makes sense that they go to Jerusalem. So they go to Jerusalem not following the star, interestingly enough, because apparently they don't see that star now. And they get to Jerusalem and they go to the king, because obviously if the new king of the Jews is born, he must be the son of the king, right? Well, not in this case. <laughs> and Herod is sort of a little... Um, startled to hear about this, you know, what, what do you mean this prophecy? So he inquires of his learned scholars, and they, he says, where is this, the, the Messiah supposed to be born, this king of the Jews? And they said, in, in um, Bethlehem of Judah. And so he goes and tells these three wise men that the, the king is supposed to be born in Bethlehem, which is just six miles south of, of um, Jerusalem. And he says, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to go down there. I want you to search diligently for him. And when you find him, I want you to, to report back to me so that I can go and, and pay him homage too. Right. <laughs> Even they probably thought that was a little odd because apparently there's a king being born. The next king of Israel is being born and he isn't related to this king. That's usually not a good sign. Um, when it happens. And so it says that when they departed from Jerusalem, they saw the star again. 
and they followed it until the place where it stood still. And then what did they do? Hmm? Well, no, before, what was the first thing they did? They went into the house. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? Was Jesus born in a house? No, he was born in a stable, wasn't he? And so we always assume, you know, if, if you look at our nativities, you have the wise men, the shepherds, and all these people all at the, the birth of Jesus. But apparently they weren't there then. And who's missing from the scene that is described in Matthew? Joseph's not there. Who else? Shepherds aren't there. One other very important group. The angels aren't there. It's not a big dramatic thing unless you call the star a dramatic thing. And so they go into the house where they see Mary with the child and they offer them, offer the child their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, what this tells us though is that chances are pretty good that they didn't, they weren't there the night Jesus was born, that they actually showed up later. And what's interesting is the word, the Greek word that's used here in describing the child is not an infant like it is in the story with the shepherds. It's, it's a child, but it's not an infant. So chances are Jesus is older by then. You know, and, and scholars guess probably somewhere under two years old because of what Herod then orders to have done, to have the holy innocent slaughter all male children under the age of two. And so he must have been under two. And, and if you think about it, they saw the star at its rising, which would be when the king of the Jews was born. And it, then they had to figure out what that meant. And they had to search diligently and study diligently to discover it. And then they had to travel um, to get there. Now, do you know how far it is from Baghdad to Jerusalem? Yeah, close to a thousand miles. Anybody here ever ridden a camel? If you've ever ridden a camel, a thousand miles on the back of a camel is not my idea of a good time. Um, and they're not the most cooperative animals in the world. And they spit. Um, so they get to ride this camel all the way to the west, to Jerusalem. Then they have to consult with Herod. Herod has to figure out what's going on. And only then do they actually end up going down to Bethlehem. And so chances are that he's a little older by that time. Now, what are wise men? Well, they're very 